Like a rhinestone cowboy. That means Lee Sterling is on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. He is a professional sports handicapper, and his website is ParamountSports.com. You can follow him on Twitter, at Paramount Sports. We've got four NFL games. I love this weekend, Lee. I love the two games on Saturday, two on Sunday. My, 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 uh, my Saturday and Sunday are set. So, let us get right into it. KC is a nine-point favorite, last I saw, over the Jags. That is the earlier game tomorrow. I have a lean here. I wouldn't say it's my strongest play, but I do think that Kansas City is the right side. Since week four, the Jags have, whenever they've faced an above-average quarterback, given up a ton of points, 29 to the Eagles, 27 to the Chiefs, and the Chiefs had 27 going into the fourth quarter in the first game when they played each other, 27 to the Ravens, 40 to the Lions, 34 to the Cowboys, and 30 to the Chargers. They're going to have a tough time keeping Kansas City below 30 points, in my opinion, here. Also, I think the Kansas City's defense is a little underrated. Chris Jones, uh, they were second to last with Kansas City in sacks last year. Uh, this year, they're number two. They have 55 sacks and led by Chris Jones. This Chris Jones kid has produced 15 and a half sacks and 29 uh, quarterback hits. I, I just think that you got to pay your dues here and watch the first game again when Kansas City was up 20. 20- 7-10 going into the fourth quarter. They just <laughs> laid off the gas here and just think that I mean that game, believe it or not, Jacksonville had a 3-0 turnover edge. I don't think Jacksonville's ready to take this step up. So I would say uh, lean here to Kansas City. All right. Well, about the uh, later game tomorrow? So it's the Philadelphia Eagles. They are a 7.5-point favorite over the New York Giants, who upset the Vikes last weekend. Okay, another lean. I think the public is going to play the Giants here because the line is still seven and a half. But uh, first game, uh, Philadelphia dominated the line of scrimmage. In fact, in that 48-22 to win, they ran the ball 31 times for 253 yards. I, I think that Philadelphia and San Francisco are the two strongest teams, in my opinion, right now. Things could change. You know, you have a few injuries in one game. But their offensive line, I think, is going to wear down this Giants defensive front here and the Giants front uh, on defense was all over Kirk Cousins with a four-man rush but then again Kirk Cousins was the most hit quarterback in the NFL in the regular season uh in the first game Don Martindale uh he was I mean blitz heavy trying to do whatever he could to get pressure on Hurts and it, it did not work here um if he does it again I think he's in trouble I think he's going to try a more bend-but-don't-break approach here. I think Philadelphia still wins. Lean here to Philly, 31-20. All right. How about on Sunday? We've got the Buffalo Bills, who took care of our Dolphins, barely. Uh, they are five-and-a-half-point favorites over Joe Burrow and the Bengals on Sunday. Okay, so in this game, it's the only game I won't touch. Going into last weekend, I love Cincinnati. I was hoping not because I am, I'm a Dolphins fan, but if Miami lost, it was going to be a blowout to set up what I think would be a really good bet. If you go back and watch the Cincinnati game against Buffalo the first time, Cincinnati almost every single down was gaining yardage, dominating up front. 
Um, if that game would have played out, I do think that Cincinnati wins that game by double digits. So going into last week, it looked like a perfect wager, and then Cincinnati lost two starting offensive linemen. I think it's very tough in the NFL, especially against quality defenses, to play down three linemen. So for that reason, and also it looks like about two hours before game time, snow is going to uh, roll in here. So probably the smallest of the four games. If I had to make a wager on this game, I love Cincinnati uh, eight, nine days ago, but right now I would say I would lean, very small lean to Buffalo uh, because of the injuries to Cincinnati on the offensive line, and the weather could be horrible. And I think that affects, I certainly think it helps Buffalo uh, and their running game and also uh, having a quarterback that can pass and run the football. All right, and then finally the uh, the second game on Sunday, it's the 49ers, Brock Purdy. They are four-point favorites. It was three-and-a-half yesterday, I think. The four-point yeah. favorites now over the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. So I, I don't know if you play this game here. The line's sitting at four. This is a tough line here. Uh, the Cowboys' defense gave up a ton of points uh, down the stretch, 23 to the Texans, 40 to the Jags in OT, uh, 34 to the Eagles, who are using a backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew, and 26 to the Commanders, who really have not had a quarterback all season. It was their third-string quarterback. That scares me there. Also, I think Dallas is playing well on offense, and I think they're going to give San Francisco's defense some problems in San Francisco uh, against Seattle and also against the backup quarterback for the Raiders uh, had some problems. So, here, I think maybe the biggest factor could be weather. I think it's going to be fine. Uh, we're going to see weather with that certainly no rain. Uh, it's it's very little wind, maybe eight to ten miles an hour wind. Uh, that's a big factor in this game. Even on defense, both teams have some playmakers, guys that can you know step in front of a ball, make an interception, or someone you know like Micah Parsons for for Dallas or. Bosa for San Francisco, who can strip a quarterback, pick up a ball, and score an easy touchdown. So I had projected this line was going to come out about 48, 48 and a half, and it's still in the 46, 46 and a half range. I'm going to go over in the late game on Sunday night. But the biggest play the entire weekend, and, and here's the only thing that scares me is everyone's playing it, but I like a two-team six or a two-team seven-point teaser if the line moves up to nine in the Kansas City game, make it a or nine and a half, a two-team seven-point teaser. I like Kansas City, buy it down uh, to two or two and a half, and I like Philadelphia minus the one and a half to one point. You do a lot of teasers or just got it? Because these four games, I, I was telling yep. Solana and Crowder yesterday, I can make a case for both sides on, on these right. games. I mean, this is right. this is why I love this weekend. Well, that, that's because, why I mentioned, you know, I like Cincinnati yeah. going into the yeah. weekend last weekend and the injuries and the weather, obviously, it's going to help Josh Allen, I think, more uh, than it would help Joe Burrow. So, yeah, I, I think that I, I almost never – I can count probably – two or three times in my entire life have I bet a college teaser. There's too many random scores and too many high scores, 56-45, 48-42. So, you know, points aren't cheap. In the NFL, the key numbers are 3, 4, 6, and 7, over half the games end on that number. 
And with that being the case, if you can move both of these games, I, I, I don't. It would be very tough for Jacksonville to win this game. I think it'd be very tough for the Giants to win this game. So all you got to basically do with Kansas City and Philadelphia is win the game. So if you can move a line from seven at that seven and a half, eight and a half, nine. Uh, to blow, both games below three points, I, I think it's a strong teaser. All right, there you go. Hmm. Well, teaser action for the weekend. I've never uh, complained <laughs> about that. Uh, and we need some help, Lee, because we are struggling, man. We are okay. we are having <laughs> we are having a bad run, brother. <laughs> ramen noodles. That bad. I mean, ramen noodles are too expensive for us right now. Like, it is, I mean, we're hitting it, the soup kitchen. We're yeah, at soup kitchen I mean, level. It is. It is bad. Lee Making Sterling. Food when you go to the, the game. The website is ParamountSports.com. He's on Twitter, at Paramount Sports. Uh, give us a couple picks, something that you like, maybe the Heat game tonight or whatever. Okay, so I like the Heat game tonight. Uh, no Christian Wood for the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Heat's minus one. I see some one and a half. Christian Wood, how important is this guy to their defense? They've given up over 130 points the last three games. He will miss tonight, and he played in the last couple games. In his 29 minutes per game, not only is he average 18.4 points per game, 8.4 rebounds and 1.3 blocks per game. His two uh, guys that will fill up his minutes, Dwight Powell, just .4 blocks per game, and uh, Bertans, more of a shooter from the outside who's 6'10", .1 block per game. That means he only has probably two or three blocks the entire season. So in his 27 games, I, I think that – that uh, the Heat's going to get to the rim early and often. And, and I actually hope that Tim Hardaway Jr. plays. Whenever I've seen him play against Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler just dominated him. Uh, Tim Hardaway is a gunner and only shooting 36.1% on his threes. He's missed the last couple games with an ankle injury. I think Miami's uh, you know coming together and, and getting most of their pieces back, and they should have their way. And I also like the Hawks tonight. Here's an interesting stat with the Atlanta Hawks. This will be only the second time all season that they will play with their top eight players in their rotation. First time was uh, their last game on Wednesday. They, uh, when you've got eight players, uh, it's taking the pressure, I think, off Trey Young, who when they're down players, he tries to light it up. Uh, all eight players were in double figures in their last game. I love the acquisition of DeJounte Murray, uh, seventh-year player out of the University of Florida. Here's a guy. 36 minutes per game, averaging over 20 points per game, five and a half rebounds, 6.1 assists, and 1.7 steals. Lane is a dangerous team, finally, altogether. You want to look at a team maybe to bet in the second half. I think they're really dangerous. And I'm going to finish with a UFC bout. This is going to take place on Saturday night, probably about 7.30, 7.45 uh, on the undercard. It's UFC pay-per-view 283 from Brazil. Uh, Terrence T-Rex McKinney taking on Ismael Maheda, which uh, in Portuguese, uh, if you translate it to English, is, means sledgehammer, bonefim. Uh, it's a 155-pound lightweight division fight. Uh, T-Rex McKinney, 13-4, and 3-1 the UFC. One of the most electric fighters, I think, in the UFC. All three of his wins were first-round uh, wins. One of them was a seven-second KO of Matt Frivola in his debut. His only loss came against Drew Dober. Drew Dober is very well-respected. I thought it was a learning experience. He emptied the gas tank in the first round, trying to finish Dober. He almost had him. 
had nothing left in the second round. On the other hand, Ismael Bonfim and, and all the fighters uh, that are fighting, at least one fighter is from Brazil in every fight, uh, he is the first of two brothers that are fighting on this card. He's 18-4, and four, but uh, almost every single fight that he's had that he's won has been by decision here. So uh, just think the McKinney, uh, most of his bouts uh, has won, you know, knocking a guy out here. The last current UFC fighter he faced, Money Moicano here, uh, Bonefim finished him in the first round. So the odds on this one, I think, should be something like 175 to minus 200. It's only minus 125. I think the odds are off. It's the fourth fight of the undercard. Um, I think he's going to dominate here in this fight. And uh, only problem here, uh, uh, he's you know he's got the tiny T Rex arms. But other than that, he should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Sterling. The website is ParamountSports.com. So he likes the Heat tonight, laying the points. He likes the Atlanta Hawks tonight, laying the points. He likes Terrence McKinney at uh, minus 125 tomorrow night. And then for the football games, a slight lean towards the Chiefs minus the points and the Eagles minus the points. But his better play is to tease those teams, KC and Philly. Uh, Maybe a slight lean to Buffalo. Doesn't love the early game on Sunday. And on the late game, he likes the over if it's around 46 and a half. The 49ers Cowboys over. There you go. Lee Sterling. Have a great weekend, Lee. You too, guys. Take care.